Good morning, my friend. I hope you're doing well. It's Dr. Lee Warren here with another episode of Tuesdays with Tata. I'm so excited for this talk. We had an incredible talk about the importance of being ready, preparing your mind for what's coming. Tata's got some great words for us. And I just want to give you this one disclaimer. I quoted what I thought was St. Francis of Assisi. Actually, Lisa came into the rescue. I thought it was R.C. Sproul or, or Spurgeon that said, he said, Always preach the gospel, and if necessary, use words. This old famous quote, and I thought it was Sproul or Spurgeon, it turns out to be attributed to St. Francis of Assisi. But after we recorded this, we discovered that that quote may actually not have been said by anybody. It may just be urban legend. So if I misquoted something that's not really real, I'm sorry about that. Maybe it was St. Francis of Assisi or maybe not. But nevertheless, it's a good quote. You'll hear it in the context of the episode. We all have colds. There's some coughing. There's some sneezing. There's some background noise. We did our best. But this episode is worth it. So endeavor to persevere through it. We have a great talk about being ready, getting your mind ready for the things that are to come. Friend, there's some big stuff happening in the world, and you need to be ready for the traumas and tragedies and massive things, the cultural shifts, the, 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 the massive things that are coming. And we can be ready to change our minds and change our lives. And and there's good news. But before we get to Tuesdays with Tata, I just have one question for you. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. Are you ready to change your life? Well, this is the place. Self-Brain Surgery School. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and this is where we go deep into how we're wired, take control of our thinking, and find real hope. This is where we learn to become healthier, feel better, and be happier. This is where we leave the past behind and transform our minds. This is where we start today. Are you ready? This is your podcast. This is your place. This is your time, my friend. Let's get after it. Well, friend, we're back. We're here on the Riverside on a Sunday afternoon. We had the first snowfall of the year, didn't we, Todd? We did. It was kind of crazy. (laughs) A lot of it's gone from the driveway and the sidewalk already, though. That's right. That's that's encouraging. We got the tractor out this morning and did the whole snow shoveling thing, and then it warmed up and melted off all by itself. We kind of made an operation out of it, didn't we? <laughs> we did. Yeah. We, we, we put in a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, we did. Well, I guess if it's Sunday afternoon, that can only mean one thing. It's Tuesdays with Tata. Yes. Thank you. You're ready to get after it. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> I apologize. My voice is not back. We, Lisa and I have had some sort of horrible virus, and somehow Tata managed to be spared from <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, I'm blessed and highly favored. Yeah. We, we, had, we had the stomach issues prior to that, but yeah. so... We took turns with that, I think. It's been a few months of uh, somebody being sick almost all the time in our house, but, but we're getting through it. It's going to be okay. So apologize for any creakiness in my voice. Maybe a sneeze here and there. We'll edit that out, yeah, yeah. and we'll go from there. <laughs> yeah. So what are we going to talk about today, Tata? Uh, First Peter one thirteen. First Peter one thirteen, and uh, which is which is a very very thought provoking verse, but in the, in the King James version. It says, gird up your loins of your mind. Gird up the loins of your mind. That's right. And uh, I, I, apparently uh, I said out loud, what, what does that mean? I've always wondered what that meant. I had some vague knowledge of it and some vague understanding of it. And then uh, Lisa sent me a screenshot 
of a Hebrew definition of the word. It, it's girdle. Yeah. It means to gird, gird up. And, when, when, and an interesting part of it is, and understanding this, is that it, when, it's, when, you, when, when, you're, when you have when you the girdle tightened, that means you're ready. Yeah. You're ready to serve or you're ready for action. But if it's loose or you're resting or you're lazy. Yeah. So one of the things that, that Peter is stressing here is don't let your, don't be lazy or don't be at rest. That's right. Be mindful. That's right. I brought it to your attention because I love the, I love the idea that it's not just Paul and Jesus that are telling us about being ready with our minds and preparing our minds for action, but Peter gets in on the action as well. And he says this, this curious phrase about girding up the loins of your mind. I thought that was an interesting play on, <laughs> on uh, the, the metaphor of preparing yourself. So there's an interesting passage back in 1 Kings 18.46, because you, as you said when we talked about this the other day, that phrase, gird up your loins, shows, out, shows up throughout the Bible. And uh, almost comedically in 1 Kings 18.46, when, when Elijah has to run yes. <laughs> to go outrun the prophet uh, to get to Jezreel, he girds up his loins. So yes. in, in the days back when you had the flowing robes, you couldn't really run. No. And so if you wanted to run, you had to gather your robes up and tuck everything in and kind of and, and it was un- it up. That's right. It was unlawful to expose your, leg, yeah. expose your legs. That's right. So he, he had to prepare himself for action by getting his, his clothes, and he had to d- defeat his clothing <laughs> so he wouldn't be tripping and falling and, and, and hindering yeah. himself. So and, then, and, and then the same phrase appears in, in Job. Yeah, uh, in Job thirty-eight, when God says to, to Job, "Gird up your loins, and I will question you." That's right. That's always been kind of daunting to me. He's Job's been questioning God, and then God says, "Gird up your loins like a man, yeah, yeah. and I will question you, and you will answer me." So, so again, this this metaphor, getting yourself ready for something. So, what's the context here that Peter's giving us in the in the passage here? Today? Well, what what what. I, I'm, what I'm looking at is the English Standard Version, and the translation of it fits in my mind. Uh, and, and this translation, it says, therefore, and the, the therefore is therefore because of all the things that he's already said. Amazing how often we come back to that, <laughs> yeah, isn't that's it? That's right. <laughs> What's that therefore, therefore? And, 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 and this is ESV. Therefore, preparing your minds for action. Prepare your minds for action. And being sober-minded, set your hope fully on the grace that has been brought to you at the, the grace that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And that's what the, the whole point that, that Peter's making here is that be ready. Yep. Because it's going to happen. And it's going to happen soon. That's right. Uh, and, and the world will end and judgment will begin. And so that, that, that the whole point is that Peter's making here is, is, is a, be mindful of what's happening and understand what's happening. Be, be sober-minded. Be, be sincere about it. That's right. Be prepared. Be concerned about it. Be prepared and be ready to, to attack, to be ready for, the, for the, that day, my, whatever that day comes. My dad is a, is a gifted public speaker, Tata, and when I was a little boy... He would always teach me and my brother how to how to give a talk. Like if he wanted to give a devotional at church, or if yeah. he wanted to preach, or if he wanted to give a just a convincing talk 
at school or to, to in our business. He wanted us to know how to do that. And, and the, the, one of the principles that my dad taught me about giving a speech is that he had, there's three elements. You tell them what you're going to tell them. That's right. And then you tell them, and then you tell them what you told them. That's right. And I find it interesting here, Peter, in his little book here, five chapters in First Peter, in, in First Peter 1, <clears throat> He says, gird up your, the loins of your mind. Get your mind ready. Be alert and be sober and That's be right. ready. Because we're, we're in a day, he was saying, we're in a day when there's a lot, of, a lot of spiritual warfare and things happening. And I think if Peter were here today, he would tell us the same thing. Absolutely. We're in a time when it's time to get after it. It's not time to be letting your mind wander. That's it's right. time to be preparing your mind. And, and then that principle that my dad taught me of, of telling them what you're going to tell them and then wrapping it up by telling them what you told them, he comes back around to it in First Peter uh, 5, First uh, Peter 3 at the end. He says, um, in the middle, rather, he says, even if you should suffer for what is right, you're blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. But in your hearts, revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. He's saying, get your mind ready That's for right. what you're going to do when you have an opportunity to share with someone why you have this hope. Why do you have the hope? And then so he, he tells us at the start, he tells us in the middle, and he gets down to 1 Peter 5, and he says the same thing. Be alert. This is 1 Peter 5, 8. Be alert That's right. and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Resist him, standing firm in the faith, because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. You mentioned that verse last week. Yes. So here he is. Peter's given us the principles that my dad taught me 2,000 <laughs> years right. later. That's right. Tell them what you're going to tell them. That's right. And then tell them, and then tell them what you told them. And friend, there must be a reason that the apostle Peter upon the rock that Jesus said we're going to build this church on. There must be a reason. He wants you to know that you need to get your mind ready. Because what's your friend Dr. Warren always say? You can't change your life until you change your mind, right? That's that's right, yes. And you have to do it today. But but the the other thing is that one of the things that that we have a tendency to do is we get lazy. Yeah. And we rest. Yes. And when we do that, we, we, we lower our guard. But Satan is at work all the time. Yes, he is. And he appears when you're not looking for him. He appears when I'm praying and interrupts the prayer. And sometimes I forget my place. <clears throat> That's right. But because he, he does, he's not willing that any of us would worship God or be at peace because we have salvation That's right. in Jesus' name. That, that, the whole point there is we have to be vigilant on guard yeah so we can't we have to, when we're in that kind of position and in that kind of posture we're always on alert yeah and we're thinking and the only way that i know how to do that is get in the word yeah stay in the word that's right reinforce yourself in the word that's right. and friends if you haven't read first peter or any of any of the writings of peter in First Peter or Second Peter, I encourage you to do that. Every time I read it, I see something that I didn't see before. That's right. And but the thing that that, that I keep coming back to is being ready. That's right. And because what does that say when you're ready? When you're ready to go, you have peace. 
And you have, you have a quiet spirit. Yeah. You're not anxious. You're not overwhelmed by trials and tribulations that come your way, the testing that comes your way, and, 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 the, and, and the sorrow and the pain that you go through. That's right. Momentarily, you'll be taken off your feet, but then you get back up. That's right. You have a treatment plan. That's right. You got a plan. You're ready to implement it. You've drilled it and prepped it. And you know where you're going to fall and when the hard things come. You know what promises you need. You know, th- this idea of guarding your mind. Lisa and I were having a conversation the other day, Tata, and it's been years really since I, <coughs> I, I've mostly listened to Christian and worship music. Like I. I made a decision a long time ago that I wanted to fill my, that for me, music is a gateway into my mind, and, mm-hmm. I, and I use it to, to fill my heart up with things that I can rely on and, and call back to mind. And worship is one of those ways that I do that, as Tommy Walker would say. But I, we, were, we were talking about an old song, I heard it on the radio or on the, the background of a television show we were watching, this old song, You Light Up My Life. Yeah. Remember that song? Yes. And, I, and I, all the lyrics were there from my childhood when I heard that song. I hadn't heard it in probably 30 years. And I'm singing along with the song, and, and it's a catchy tune. It's a great old song. And one of the lines is, it can't be wrong when it feels so right. Yeah. And I'm singing along. And then I thought, wait, time out. I just said in my mouth yeah. that it can't be wrong if it feels right. And that's not true. That's right. And, and so what the point is this, not that there's anything wrong with listening to secular music, but this goes right in line with what Peter's telling us. Like, be careful what you put in your mind. That's right. Because you'll preach it to yourself that's right. as if it's true. Yes. And here I was, you know, me, Lee Warren, the, the mind guy, <laughs> right? I'm singing out loud. It can't be wrong if it feels so right. Yeah. And that's false doctrine. Yes. I mean, not a, not, it's not a doctrine, but you see what I'm saying. Like, like it's so easy to let some idea slip into your mind from a book or a, a, mu- a song or yeah. a friend or a television show or even sometimes another Christian, like, like we've talked about before, when you go through something hard, people try to comfort you. Yes. And some of the things that they say are really bad theology. That's like, right. Like yes. God must have needed another angel yes. or something like that. That's you, right. You have to guard your mind is the point. I'm not yeah. telling you to throw out all your, your CDs or if anybody even has CDs anymore. Yeah, I I, I'm just saying, be careful what you let into your mind. That's what Peter's getting at here. Yeah, that's correct. And, 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 and it's so easy to let it in, just like you, the, the event that you described, that, that had to be easy, but you said, but, but you were aware and, and alert enough in your own thinking to realize that's not right. That's right. And, and there's so many times uh, that uh, we, we, we think about, just as you said, some of the people that have said things to us that they thought were comforting. But one of the greatest comfort I ever had, that I had was with a guy came to see me that didn't say much. I don't, he didn't say, I remember some of the things that he said to me, but I don't recall what, what he, I don't recall him giving me platitudes. Yeah. The people who show up and shut up, as John said. That's right. Yes. That's right. But the whole, the whole point is that you can't, you can't be alert. You can't be sober unless you're in the word and and that you understand. And that's the, that's another thing that you have to do in my mind is that when you talk to God, ask God to talk to you and help you understand. That's right. And he will. Yeah. It, it will come to you. It may not come to you at that exact moment, but it will come to you when you need it. That's right. 
And so that, that's like putting on armor, the armor that the Apostle Paul was talking about. That's right. Paul even talks about gird your loins with the, with the truth, like, like gird, gird yourself up. That's right. That's right. You, 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 you prepare yourself. And, and, it, and this is the thing that we, we have a tendency to forget, that we're in a, in a battle. We're in a battle for our soul. God wants us home, and Satan wants us to bow down to him. That's right. So that's a choice that you have to make. But the only way you can do that and be fully prepared is you have to walk with God. That's right. And you have to ask them to help you. You have to ask for the Holy Spirit to help you and ask for Jesus to help you. See, Jesus did some of the things that for us that we, it was impossible to do for us. He loved us and he died for us. That's right. No, I can't die for you and you can't die for me. That's right. And, and, and have any hope of eternal life. That's right. This battle metaphor, Ephesians 6, when Paul talks about the full armor of God, again in the King James, that phrase shows up where he says uh, in verse 14, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about you with truth. Yeah. So he's saying, gird up your loins with truth. Like, put things in your mind that are true. Yes. Protect your mind from things that are not true because those things will crumble and won't hold you up when the world starts to crumble around you, when your faith is tested. That's right. Like you have to have truth, and you have to have things that are, that are right, as Paul says again in Philippians 4. Like this, this concept is important, and that's why Peter brings it to us three times in five chapters. Gird up the loins of your mind. Yes, right. Be alert, be vigilant, be sober-minded, be careful what you think about. Like it's important. I mean, the things that you think about become the become the ways that your life plays out. That's 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 right. And if you have if you have peace with yourself and you have peace with God, then then you will have the the kind of peace that no one can understand. The the peace that surpasses all all knowledge. That's right. And but the main thing in that whole equation is having peace with God. That's right. Now, does that mean that, that we, we, we are not sinners? No. No. Does it mean that we still sin? No. That work will not be completed until we face him. That's right. And that's why I, I, we've talked about this before, but the Lamb's Book of Life, I pray that's where my name is. Yep. I want my name in the book. Yep. You not in the books. You know it is. And so, definitely want to know that. And so the point, and we have to keep driving at this point because it's so important, is we have to be prepared mentally. Yeah. And, and I, know, I, know, I know all the questions. Um, and I've said this before, but you know, one, of the, one of the things that I said out loud, not in my house, but, the, but it can be in your house. And, you, and you, the question is, what have you done to prepare yourself for battle? That's right. Because the battle, no, you can't prepare me for, your, for the battle that I'm in. That's right. Now, neither can I prepare you. That's right. Now, but what will happen, though, is people are watching us. That's right. And actions speak louder than words. Yes, they do. Someone said a long time ago, I know what you're saying, but I cannot hear you. Yeah. I'm watching you. Yeah. And, that, the little, the, the, and where we see that, evidence of that is with children. That's right. Little children. Was it, uh, was it Spurgeon or Sproul maybe that said, 
always preach the gospel and if necessary use words? Yeah. Uh, well, supposedly there was, uh, well, the name just flew out of my head. Uh, it, it was not one of those guys. I don't know if it was Spurgeon or not, but who originally said it. Uh, but anyway, that, and that speaks volumes in itself. But because, and then what, that's, what that reflects is being prepared. That's right. And, ha- and, being, and being ready. With how you live your life. And I was way off. I just Googled it. It's not Spurgeon, yeah. and it's not Sproul. It's St. Francis of Assisi. That's right. Yeah, that's, what said, I, that, that's who I started. That's who I was going to say. <laughs> I was way off, not even in the right century. Yeah. He says, preach the gospel at all times, and if necessary, use words. That's right, yeah. And, and because we're judged on how we live. That's right. And if we if we don't if we if we if we live according to what the way that God intends for us to live and, and the encouragement that we have is and again in First Peter one thirteen, set your hope fully on the grace that's right that will be brought to you at the revelation of Jesus Christ that's right <clears throat> amazing amazing to be in that posture that's right. Well, I, I appreciate you taking this. Uh, this is one of those oddball assignments that I gave you. Like, I remember last year I said, let's talk about the, the um, yeah. well, what all were the ones that I asked the you to The speckled bird. Yeah, the great speckled bird. And the green grapes. We talked about the sour grapes and the, father, the fathers eat sour grapes and the children's teeth are set on edge. And then we talked about that strange phrase, saved to the uttermost. Yes. And so those are three wonderful Tuesdays with Tata episodes where... I gave Tata an obscure scripture reference, and he had a whole sermon we worked out of it. And this is another one. And I did it because Peter, <clears throat> Peter doesn't get the same credit in the self-brain surgery theology world that I've made up <laughs> as Paul does. I talk about Paul all the time because Paul gives us so many places where he just drills into the importance of mindset in just living this life and dealing with these hard things that we have to face and bearing witness to it. But Peter, he comes in strong. Well, and he even mentioned, Peter even references the Apostle Paul. That's right. The same, he credits him with giving the same encouragement, but he also said many times he's hard to understand. Well, maybe that was his way of getting back because Paul withstood him to his face. That's right. And as I think about this, I know that he was an apostle. I know he was with Jesus and, and, and we know the story. We know that he denied him, but we know that Jesus welcomed him back. Yep. Jesus That's said, right. you're a keeper. That's right. And I'm, I'm going to use you in my service. That's right. And, and, and one of the things that, that, that always struck me about Peter was when, when, when Jesus said to him that Satan had requested you. Yeah. He wanted to sift him like sift you wheat. Like wheat. Yep. But I have prayed for you. Mm. When you come back, that's right. Pray for your brothers. That's right. That's right. We did a Tuesdays with Tata about that verse too. Yeah, we did yeah. one on sifted like wheat. And now that I think about it, I'll try to find those and put them in the show notes for you, friend. But you know, Tata, if um, if we're going to gird up our loins, the loins of our mind, to prepare for this fight, this battle, and this this opportunity we may have to share our faith with someone and, and to withstand the the wiles of the devil. When do we start? Let's start today.
Hey, thanks for listening. The Dr. Lee Warren Podcast is brought to you by my brand new book, Hope is the First Dose. It's a treatment plan for recovering from trauma, tragedy, and other massive things. It's available everywhere books are sold, and I narrated the audio books. Hey, the theme music for the show is Get Up by my friend Tommy Walker, available for free at TommyWalkerMinistries.org. They are supplying worship resources for worshipers all over the world to worship the Most High God. And if you're interested in learning more, check out TommyWalkerMinistries.org. If you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer, WLeeWarrenMD.com slash prayer, and go to my website and sign up for the newsletter, Self Brain Surgery, every Sunday since 2014, helping people in all 50 states and 60-plus countries around the world. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. And I'll talk to you soon. Remember, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today.